Welcome to Beautiful But Deadly. Where the beauty of makeup meets a horror of true crime with Chuck and Liz. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the case of Honor of Kina. Okay, so Honor of Kina. So sorry for that uh, detour. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the case of Honor of Kina. Anna came from a good family in Russia and she always wanted like that love story, you know, and she always wanted kids. She was smart, she loved cats, same, and she loved traveling. She was also funny and would constantly send memes to her friends and family. You. Um, she had, like, her whole world in front of her. She was sweet and loving. She was a Moscow native and had gone through a tough breakup in 2015. I believe it was 2015. Part of what made the breakup so tough is that the relationship had lasted seven years. But... She was determined to get her love story, so she joined a Russian social network. On this site, she met Will Hargrove, and he was 26 at the time, and Anna was also 26. They chatted over Facebook and then over video calls. They ended up talking daily, and they bonded over many similar interests, like music. There was one issue, though. Will lived in Oregon, but this didn't stand in their way of building a connection, and they even began planning a future together where Anna would move to the United States. Will said that Anna was the love of his life and would always go out of his way to make her feel special, whether it be through compliments or sending her flowers all the way to Russia. Dang, that must have been pricey. Who was Will? Friends described him as always wanting to make others laugh and always pushing them to be better. He was also said to have the gift of gab and to be the kind of person that could sell sand to a desert, you know? Interesting. I couldn't remember the actual phrase of whatever it was, so I thought it was that. I was either that or to a camel. Still saying to a camel. I feel like to a desert sounds better. Nice to an Eskimo. Will worked as a mechanic, and in his free time, he would frequent this one bar. This bar is where he met, met his two closest friends, one being named Joseph. Joseph and Will were so close that they called each other brother, and they bonded over having been in the military. Little did Joseph know that Will never actually served. That's fucked. At all. That's so fucked. After growing their relationship online, Anna made the decision to come to America and visit in 2016 for the holiday season. It's the holiday season. This trip went woolly. Throughout the trip, she posted tons of photos of them in the local landscapes. So, needless to say, the trip went, went really well, and by the end of her 10-day stay, Will had proposed to her, and she had said yes. She seemed over the moon, and after the proposal, she decided she would officially move to America. That's a big change. Um, yeah, her mom, Yelena, was saying that she felt like she was kind of making a bad decision and rushing, you know? What? Mom was crap. But Will was not the man of Anna's dreams like he said he was. He was a liar manipulator. One key thing he never told Anna was that he had a girlfriend, Michelle Chavez. Michelle and Will met in 2015 when she was a cab driver. Michelle says that he made her feel like she was in the sun, like she was seen and wanted. But even this relationship wasn't so simple. Michelle had a husband. She says at the time, her and her husband acted more like roommates, but nonetheless, she was very married and had two kids. The webs people leave, I swear to fucking God. Their relationship continued to grow, and in 2017, no, sorry, 2016, Will had moved into the extra room within Michelle's house. The same house she lived in with her husband and kids. 
It's so fucked. She moved in the side piece. <clears throat> yeah, she's like, let me just move in my side piece. That's fine. No one will suspect anything. But Michelle swore to Will that she would leave her husband and even gave her wedding ring to him as a promise that she would get divorced and they could be together. That's fucking weird. When Anna had come to visit in 2016, Michelle knew about her, but Anna did not know about Michelle and Will's relationship. During the first trip, Anna even stayed with Will at Michelle's house, never even knowing what was actually going on between them. This is a lot. So why did Michelle let her stay there then, knowing that she's the side piece to her side piece? Well, it seems like she wasn't really, like, too threatened. Mm. Like, she thought he would get over it. Mm, Interesting. Okay. In March 2017, Anna returned to get married to Will. But Michelle did not like this and drew the line and said that Anna could not stay under her roof this time. So, Anna and Will got in an apartment together. During this time, Will continued to float between Anna and Michelle, and Anna had no idea where he was going. Multiple times, she even resorted to calling Will's friends to see where he was. Like I said, Will is a liar, and this isn't how his, this isn't where his deceit ends. Anna's engagement ring was actually Michelle's ring. Forgot about that. Yep. Oh, that's so shitty. Anna was told that the ring was real was Will's grandma's. Michelle was getting sick of Anna by this point, and I started to see her as like a real threat. And Anna had posted about the ring on Facebook at this time, and this is what Michelle uh, like set Michelle off. On March twenty second, Michelle sent a Facebook message to Anna saying that she was done sharing Will. By this time, Anna knew of Michelle and Will, kind of. She was told that they dated and broke up, and now Michelle was just like a crazy ex. So Anna responded, basically, leave us alone, you bitch. And Michelle said back, quote, I am happy to show you how much of one I can be, end quote. Ma'am, you moved your side piece into your yours and your husband's fucking house. With your kids. And you have the audacity... To be like, oh, I'll show you how much of a bitch I can be. We already know, bitch. You've already shown us. On March 23rd, Anna and Will were set to be married. Anna was ecstatic and brought a wedding dress with her from Russia for her special day. On the way, Will, ever the romantic, stopped at Walmart to pick up Anna in his wedding rings. <laughs> like the wedding bands. From fucking Walmart. On the way to the wedding, while she waited in the car. While looking for the wedding bands, yet again, everything romantic, he called Michelle and they discussed him coming over that night. You know, his wedding night? What a fucking piece of shit. Will gets the bands and him and Anna set off to the beach. It was pis- it was picturesque along with the seaside and with Anna in her dress, but there would be no wedding. The officiant never showed. Will allegedly then calls the officiant and passes on the message to Anna and the witnesses there that the officiant was sick. Allegedly. In reality, Will was calling video game stores to, like, pretend he was cursing at the officiant and finding out what was happening. Imagine being that employee getting that call. He never even got a marriage license for them, though Anna didn't know that either. Sadly, there was only one photo of Anna that day of her and Will going through a drive-thru. McDonald's. Like a McDonald's drive Yeah. Even after this, Anna still wanted to get married and had set her and had her heart set on rescheduling. Michelle was not just putting pressure on Anna anymore, she was also mounting pressure on Will. In April 2017, Michelle told Will to choose. 
She said that we'll need to fix this. And Ivana was, quote, knock on by Thursday, I'm building a snowman. This comment was in reference to a family joke about hiding a body in a snowman somewhere so cold that the snow would never melt and no one would find the body. That's not fucking weird. I mean, it's very specific and kind of the um, plot to Jack Frost. Oh, I love that movie. Will told Michelle that she was his choice, and there was a date set. By April 19th, Michelle would be done with her marriage, and Will was going to leave Anna. Prosecutor said that Michelle put a lot of pressure on Will, obviously. Will told Michelle that he had tried to send Anna on her way, but she would never, like, take the hint and actually leave. Like, she kept coming back. Yeah, fuck her, right? To Michelle, it sounded like Anna was just being a clinger. But Will never, t- like, broke up with Anna at all during this time. He never said anything like this to her. I'm not even shocked. So, Anna... So to Anna, Will said that Michelle was a crazy ex, and to Michelle, he said that Anna just wouldn't leave him alone. So another crazy ex. Yeah. Awesome. April 15th, Michelle was going to have dinner with Will at his apartment. You know, his and Anna's apartment. Mm -hmm. At 8 that night, he says, Michelle, you can't come over because Anna showed up, but he will take care of it. This started another fight between Will and Michelle, but Will promised Michelle that by 1800 tomorrow, Anna would officially be taken care of. Michelle kept calling though and ended up and Michelle kept calling though and Will ended up turning off his phone. Still not getting the hint though. Michelle left voicemail after voicemail into the wee hours of the morning, which I will insert here because there is no dramatic reading that could truly do the voicemails justice. You remember <laughs> them, right? Yes. I just wanna know why. I just wanna why. Um, I got a lot of this information for 48 hours and I wanna specifically credit 48 hours for the audio. I guess you made your choice. The next morning, Michelle goes to her mom's for Easter, since this is Easter weekend. Back at his apartment, Will was dealing with an issue, though. His car insurance hadn't been paid yet. And if he didn't pay by midnight, he his insurance would be canceled. He would be uninsured. He tried to extend it because he had a vehicle loan, and if he was uninsured, it would immediately get repossessed. At 4.30, Will calls Michelle, and he says that he was, on, that he was at the coast, and he almost hit a deer and swerved off the road. This left him with a flat tire. Michelle leaves her home and meets Will at a convenience store in the area, in his area, that he was when he, like, allegedly almost hit the deer. And I'll see. And they end up being, yeah, I'll see. She said he sounded shaken on the call. At the store, he got a Pepsi candy and a pack of cigarettes. And an hour later, Michelle arrives. Will told her that after talking... Will and Anna got into an argument, and Will said horrible things to her. So horrible that it made Anna leave immediately with her stuff and, like, leave for good. Yes, he's been telling her this whole time, allegedly. You need to leave, you blah, blah, I'm with Michelle. And then all of a sudden, he says something just horrible, horrible enough to make her leave. Sure, sis. If Michelle believes that, she's a fucking idiot. So, Michelle and Will ended up getting into his car and driving off for a little bit. With his flat tire? Yeah. Mm. Came back, and then Michelle went back to Easter Sunday at her mom's. As you do. Will then goes to another convenience store, and there he withdrew $200 from an ATM. 
but this $200 was from Anna's account. At the same store, he also hugged some of the staff and ended up crying to one of them because his girlfriend, Anna, left him. And I could be wrong, but didn't him and Michelle do the do in his car? Yeah. Disgusting. Uh, but this interaction is on camera, by the way. He then goes to Chase Bank and gets another $600 from her account. At nine nine thirty, he goes to another bank and deposits one hundred sixteen to his bank account. He then calls Progressive and makes his car payment. So now he is insured. Woo! Wow. The next day, a body is found by a groundskeeper in an Aussie forest. The body was found up a logging road, surrounded by bits of garbage, and was wearing blue jeans, a gray hoodie, a black jacket, and black running shoes. One of these pieces being a KFC bag filled with other bits of garbage. There was a receipt that could be seen to the bag dated April 14th, and today is the 17th. Okay. There was also an empty cigarette carton and candy wrappers surrounding the body. Well, not surrounding. It was just, like, in the area. Okay. It wasn't like there was a circle of trash around her or anything. The body was found with a single gunshot to the back of the head, but the body was face up, and her legs were stretched out with her arms at her sides. Her eyes were, all, her eyes were also still open. She had no ID or phone on her, but she was later identified to be now 27 Anna Rapina. Anna Rapina. Sorry, that's so hard. Anna Rapina. Prosecutors said that Anna was never meant to be found, since no one really went up to that part of the forest. Okay, but to be fair, he didn't do such a good job of hiding her either. <laughs> um, it was just kind of lucky that the groundskeeper found her at all yet so soon. Later, the coroner would testify that she was shot from above and behind at close but not point-blank range. And there were no signs of sexual assault. Will that day was still texting Anna like they had a fight the night before. Saying things like, just text me so I know you're safe. He also then began to search about time travel. He was trying to ask for help on how to travel back in time to April 16th to correct a quote horrible mistake. Oh my fucking god. He even messaged randoms on WhatsApp for advice. And he had even offered his soul in exchange for an answer to how to time travel. Sorry, I don't know how to tell you this. Time travel is not, at least at this point in time, a thing. He then continued to buy candy, video games, and Legos with Anna's money. Anna's money. I mean, you know, he must be really broken up about it, you know? He then texted his other friend, Kevin, about how he was spending money to distract himself. You shouldn't die, thank you. Oh, Lord, okay. On the 19th is when the officers found... The 19th? Yeah, yeah. Anna's body was found on the 19th. And this is when the officers found the KFC receipt. And though there was no name, the KFC had, like, a date and time. And so when they talked to the employees, they said there was a car that showed up that day. One of the purchases was made with cash. And the other purchase was made... The other purchase was made with a debit card belonging to Kevin Thomas. Kevin was then spoken to by police. He says that him and his brother go to KFC on Fridays. His brother, Will, they aren't actually brothers, but like just like with Joseph, they feel so close. They're like, brother, you know? Yeah. Also, they met at the same bar where they met jo- where Will met Joseph. Where Harry met Sally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a great movie. There, he admits that weeks earlier, Will had asked to borrow Kevin's shotgun so he could use it to blow off steam. As you do? Will, at this point, had not given the gun back. From there... They go to Michelle's house, and they find Will there. Will then deadass lies to the police and says that he and Michelle went to Aussie together. 
They went to the store there to get cigarettes and left. He also says that he left trash at the store. Except it's all on camera, right? Yep. At this point, the police decided that they were going to take Will to the sheriff's office for questioning, and on his way out, he texted Michelle, quote, picked you up at your mom's, drive to Aussie General Store, and drove back, end quote. So the stories would match. Of course. Police asked what he knows about Anna, and he says he knows almost nothing about her. He also says that they met at downtown Carvelli's. He said that they went on two dates, but he broke it off because he didn't see a romantic relationship being, like, plausible between them. He also says that he saw her last, like, mid-March. Try again, bitch. Seeing as how she has on her Facebook... We're getting there. I'm just saying. He cut it off because Anna said they were engaged on Facebook. Ah. He says Michelle gave him hell for that. Lieutenant Buffett and Detective Miller, the interrogators, bring up the trash being near Anna's body. And Will is, like, scandalized. They're even insinuating he could have anything (laughs) to do with it. So they're like, there's your trash by the body, and there are inconsistencies in your story. Then we'll promptly ask for a lawyer. This is when they officially arrest him for the murder of Anna Rapina. Hours after Will's arrest, Michelle is brought in for questioning. Initially, she tells a false story, but then almost immediately backtracks and says that she was lying. When learning he was under arrest, she was not surprised. So Will was then officially indicted in October 2019, the trial begun. Um... The defense tried to say that Michelle actually was the one that pulled the trigger. Michelle had been brought to the woods to speak to Anna, and Michelle was the one to pull the gun and shoot her. That's their story. There is some evidence against her. Michelle had Anna's phone, but says that Will gave it to her the night before Will got arrested. A month before, phone records also show that Michelle had been at the exact same place Anna's body was found. She says that Will brought her there. Defense also says that Will had no reason to kill Anna because he loved her. Meanwhile, Michelle had basically threatened her life with a snowman comment. Mm. Michelle says that she wanted... No, Michelle says that she knows how it looks, but she never wanted her dead just to go home. In the days after Will's arrest, the shotgun was found in his truck, and only Will's fingerprints were on the shotgun. Security cameras can also track Will's car going to the forest with Anna, and phone pings show that he was in that exact area Anna was found. At 435 to 448 on the 16th. They only know that because when he was there, he called Michelle. Oh my god. Also, the video of Will at the convenience store shows that there are these almost like black looking dots on Will's head. It could have been blood in all reality. Afterwards, they were not there, so they weren't like birthmarks or anything. Good lord. Also found in the trash around Anna's body was a receipt from what was supposed to be their wedding day. From the McDonald's. Just what a piece of shit, you know? Um, in June 2018, Michelle had tried to commit suicide due to, this, due to the scrutiny of people in her community. But also during the trial, the prosecution was made up of Ryan, Jocelyn, and Amy Matesco. Matesco. The trial took one month, and Will was found guilty for the murder of Anna as well as theft. In January 2020, Will was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 25 years. In the end, Anna's ashes were flown back to Russia, and Will has since filed her appeal. Rot, bitch. I hope they deny that appeal. Same. I don't see who else could have done it, and I do think he has motive. Oh, 100%. Like, if you look at his and Michelle's relationship and her pushing him to get rid of Anna, uh, sounds like motive to me, bitch. 
seeing as how if he breaks up with Michelle, he loses his home. He wouldn't have anywhere to live. Well, he had his apartment. Well, you know what? Here's what I'm thinking. Go for it. One of his friends in the 48 Hours episode sound, said that like he might have started going on those sites to make Michelle jealous. And that's why he started a relationship with Anna. So maybe once she served her purpose, he was done with her. Another thing could be that, like, he knew he had to essentially kill one of them. And it would be so much easier to kill Anna because she was in a foreign country. True. She wasn't a citizen. There was no one here to look for her. He should have just sent her back to Russia. I don't understand. Uh, it was that with one of easy. Them. Break up with Anna. Send her ass on her way. Uh. So she can find someone that actually cares about her. Like, yeah, there was no need to kill her. No. <laughs> He's just a fucking idiot. I think one of the Selfish. major things is that, like, she just wanted to be loved mm-hmm. and have kids and shit. Like, if you're not going to do that for her, just be honest. And it's like, I will say, Michelle, a piece of shit, but I don't think she killed her. No. The evidence, the evidence doesn't point to that and, like... Yeah, and, like, no, I don't think the evidence does. Like, just because she had been there before, he... It would not be, like, crazy that Will took them both to the same, like, nice hiking spot. That, what if he took her there to, like, think about killing her? <gasps> That's a good point. And then was like, nah, she's gotta be my choice. Yeah. People would know. Interesting. That's a good point. But, like, I... The only person here that I think is fully innocent is Anna. Yep. Because, like, Michelle is an asshole, obviously. First of all. Michelle, uh, Michelle, yet again. Michelle, yet again, is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, Will definitely killed her. Oh, definitely. Oh, I made the biggest mistake in my life. How do I time travel? As he spends her money. Eat shit, but thank you. That's my right. stance. Spends her money. That's yeah. fucked up. And then tries to say he made a huge mistake. Like, please. Try again, bitch. You don't seem regretful. No. Okay, are there any final thoughts I want you to get in? He just seems like a liar, a manipulator, will tell people what they want to hear to get what he wants. Yep, and he's dumb. Thank you. Yes. But like lying about being in the military. Yep. Just so you could bond with that one guy. Yep. For no reason. No reason. Like. But another part of like why I think he killed Anna and not Michelle is that like, for example, they had mutual friends. Oh, that's a good point. Like, they, their lives were closely entwined. It's kind of like what you were trying to say earlier. So people would be like, so, like, where's Michelle? But it would constantly also be around him. Like, his friends being like, I wonder what happened to Michelle. Exactly. The family, her kids. True. Her husband would probably be like, um. <clears throat> Sir. But he treated on like shit every turn. Yep. Like, he set a wedding day. Yep. Never even got a marriage license or anything. Never intended to actually go through with it. Like, why don't you just not propose? How about Isn't that? that crazy? Poor Anna. That's a piece of shit. Poor Anna. She didn't deserve that. No. And, like, if I was completely honest, if I was in Michelle's position where I was like, okay, we're dating the same guy, even though I wouldn't let that happen, but, because, you know, breakups are free, you have to get absolutely <laughs> nothing to break up with someone, I would, I would approach it a different way and be like, listen, we both deserve better. But obviously we still care about him. Both of us still care about him. Yep. Let's talk about this. Because y'all aren't each other's enemy. Yep. You're not the one cheating, lying, scheming against each other. Yep. Like. It's just 
I, yeah, it's a lot. And if she had just said, listen, Anna, here's what he said about you. Here's what. And I've just been honest about, like, their relationship and everything. Then I think Anna's death could have been prevented. 100%. I never understood why women, like, because Anna didn't know that he was in a relationship with Michelle. Mm -hmm. I never understand why the other woman, like Michelle, would get angry at Anna. Yeah. Anna didn't know. It'd be one thing if she did know. I was like, oh, well, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to continue to, you know, whatever. But she didn't know. You should not be mad at Anna. You should be mad at your piece of shit boyfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like she couldn't. Because what could she be mad about? Cheating? (laughs) And that's the tea. So she took it out on Anna. Because she can't be mad at Will for cheating. She can be mad at Anna for, like, taking him away. Ugh. But I, I would just... And also, if I was Michelle, I'd be like, I wasn't happy in my relationship, and that's why I cheated with Will. Mm-hmm. And now he's cheating with Anna. Hmm, I wonder why. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Like, I feel like if they had just acted like more mature adults and said, listen, we are both too good for Will. Yep. Maybe let's not do this. Anna would still be alive. Yep. But no, Michelle had to just, like, be a bitch for what? For what? To be so high school. I'll show you a bitch. Real fucking mature. You have yeah, two that's children. A lot. Like, and Alex knows this. If he cheated, I drop him faster than a bad habit. Right. Like I would it not, is not be worth like, it. No, please. No, not worth my fucking time. And then let him continue a relationship with that person. No, fuck that. Let her come into her your home and stay. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Like what? No thanks. And then like, if I was Michelle and I saw that he proposed to another woman. With my ring. Oh, it'd be over. Like, girl. Girl. Yep. Doesn't make any fucking sense. But, like, Michelle's just a stupid piece of shit, so. <laughs> like, come on. I know it's probably a small town, but you can find someone else. Yep. You found two people at once. Like, you can find another. She didn't even divorce her husband. Before I'm moving sure. him in. Yeah. <laughs> like, come inside, piece. But you can't have a side piece. That's not okay. God. I hate people. Literally, I feel like Michelle could have prevented Anna's death. Yep. But, you know, that's just me. This might be out of pocket, but I just don't think she actually gives a shit. Thank you. <sighs> I think she gives a shit now that it's blown back on her. I don't know. I don't think, she, I truly don't think she ever wanted Anna dead. I thought this was going to be like her revenge movie fantasy. Like, she's going to get rid of her, show her, love conquers all. Like, I don't necessarily think she wanted her dead, but I also don't think she gives a shit that she's dead. I mean, but... And, like, she did say that she tried to kill herself because of public scrutiny, not... Not because of what happened to Anna, that's my point. Time travel, that's just... Time travel? I know how I can fix this. Time Time travel. travel. And then it keeps spending her money. That is so yeah. fucked up. Yep. Yeah, you're real sorry, I can tell. Yeah, by spending her money. You're distracting yourself. By sleeping with Michelle and buying yeah, shit. Yeah, you're disgusting. So, that was the story of Anna Rapkina. Very sad. I'll link the 48 Hours episode along with the other articles. Um, and now we shall be moving on to Lizzie's section. Alright. Okay, so for my section, we're going to do like a little beauty quiz. We'll see if you know the answer. Idiot. Me? Just kidding. 
<laughs> I wonder who knows more about beauty stuff. Really? I don't know why the fuck I'm whispering. I hope they can hear that. <laughs> okay. What should you apply first? There's multiple choice. Moisturizer or serum? Your options are moisturizer, serum, it doesn't make a difference. Or you should mix them in your palm and apply them at the same time. Serum. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say you're right because um, it's not letting me click it. So, do you want to reload? Because what if I'm wrong? Hmm? Well, I'll tell you if you're right or not. Okay. What color concealer works best to hide pimples and redness? Green, purple, beige, or blue? Green. Correct. Because in our red and green are... <laughs> Contrasting colors. No, you said in art. <laughs> um, I'm highly educated in art. Oh my god. The colors when mixed together would cancel each other out, so that's why it happens on your skin. Bam, bam, bam. Correct. How long does the gel manicure last? One week, one month, two weeks, two months. Depends on how long you take care of them. Um, generally a month. I've always been told two weeks. But yeah, I guess it does depend. That was an option? Yeah, I said one week, one month, two weeks, two months. One week, one month, two weeks, two uh, Me! She hasn't finished her coffee yet. Give her some time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, th I thought you said one, mo one week, one month, two months, three months. It's because I'm dumb. Thank you. It's okay. Just finish your coffee. <laughs> okay. Do you need to replace old mascara? No. Yes, every three months. Yes, every six months, or only if the mascara has become dry and flaky. Yes, every three months. Three months. I thought it was sooner than that. I think it's every three months, yeah. But do... I do like once a year. I, I don't know the last time I switched mine. <laughs> it still works, and I, I have got one, so. I think for Christmas. Yeah, I think that's the one I'm using more. <laughs> It's fine, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's a good mascara. Why would you like waste it? You know? It's fine till I get an eye infection. What <laughs> does it think it makes you stronger? Oh my god. Okay. What happens during the lash lift? Your eyelashes are curled with a heated curling iron, your eyelashes are treated with priming lotion, your eyelashes are tinted with dye. It's just another name for getting eyelash extensions. I wouldn't describe it as any of those. I would describe it as like you go in and you get chemicals applied to your eyelashes so they will keep a curl and then they're curled. I mean, one of the answers so, was your eyelashes are treated with a perming lotion. Perming lotion? Yeah, I think it like curls your eyelashes. Sure, let's go with that. I'm going to say you're right. If Lizzie, we're wrong, Lizzie, why don't you send me the link? Oh god, I can make them burn on snap. Don't do it, guys. Homie, send me the Yeah, it's a treatment. Send me to Queens. Okay, thank you. Let's see if it'll work. This is a um topic, Baz watching Sands to the Dress Clips on YouTube. Me. Especially ones where the bridal parties were being bitches. Oh, I hate that. Fun are you, bitches. Like, there was one girl trying on dresses, and they called her a linebacker. Oh, my God. Just scroll down. Yeah, and then, like. 
It works for you. Okay. I'll go to the eyelash one. Oh, I have to do this for green. Okay, so you say permanent lotion. Sure. Okay. You're correct. Yes. Where is the best place to test foundation? The wrist, the jawline, the forehead, the back of the hand. The jawline is always recommended. Okay, so I'll say that. That is correct. I don't know. I feel like even then, sometimes you can't really get like, the illusion. Yeah. It's all over your face. Okay. How often should you wash your makeup brushes? Once a week, once a day, after every use, you don't need to wash them. Once a week? Correct. I start washing them when they feel gross. And then I still use them. <laughs> I don't wash my brushes that often at all. I hate waiting for them to dry. Uh, what's the best method for getting rid of split ends? Slather them with serum, invest in a high-end hair mask, use a deep conditioner, get a trim. Get a trim? Correct! I'll say we'll work your way, their way up the hair shaft. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Jesus Christ. Uh, can you skip using moisturizer if you have oily skin? Yes, oily skin does not need extra hydration. No, moisturizer is just an essential for oily skin. Sorry, as essential for oily skin. Oily skin only needs to be moisturized before you put on makeup, or oily skin only needs to be moisturized before you go to bed. I'm going to say you don't, per- just because I stopped since I started getting oily in the summer, and I sweat a lot, so I don't need it. I feel, personally, personally, that's my feeling. That's wrong. Uh, yeah. Moisturizer is just as essential for oily skin. <laughs> I don't know, because I'm feeling fine for years. what I've heard is allegedly your skin gets oily because your skin thinks that it needs to produce the oil to keep you moisturized. So if you add oil, it's supposed to help. Mm. Allegedly. Okay. How do you conceal dark under eye circles? Cover the area with a layer of foundation, dab the area with setting powder, apply yellow or orange concealer, or sunglasses. Yellow or orange concealer, but does it have to be yellow or orange? I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, I mean, I just use regular concealer and I'm fine. Yeah, because if the coverage is there, it doesn't really matter what the color of your circles are. Fair. What is a jade roller? A skincare tool, a massage tool, a hair care tool, or a nail tool? I mean, it's kind of both a skincare and massage tool. Which we don't for. Primarily, it is a skincare tool. Correct. It's to like drain your lymphatic system yeah, in your face. So using a jade roller on your face regularly helps fight wrinkles, reduce puffiness, smooth skin, and relax the facial muscles. The tools also help products like serums and essences more effectively penetrate the skin. Allegedly. Do you have to wash your face every night before bed? Of course. Only if you're wearing makeup. You can skip it as long as you cleanse first thing in the morning. It's never really necessary to wash your face. The correct answer is of course, but does anyone actually do that? <laughs> Fuck. I don't. I just wash my face if I've been wearing makeup or if I'm taking a shower. Interesting. Because I wash my face in the shower. I try to wash my face twice a day. But here's the thing. Remember when I had that dry patch under my eye? First of all, she's cleared up nicely. We appreciate that. I read online that it could potentially be because I'm cleansing too much. Yeah, because you're drying out your skin. Yes. So I stopped 
washing my face with a cleanser in the morning. I just rinse my face with water and then cleanse it at night. And I'm fine. It's like washing your hair with shampoo every day. Yeah. Unfortunate. But my skin is okay. She's not great. She's living. She's not quite thriving, but she's living. (laughs) Uh, What should you put on first, concealer or foundation? Foundation, concealer, it makes no difference. Concealer should be applied before and after foundation. The age-old question. (laughs) You're supposed to put on your foundation first, I believe, because then you can kind of test out the coverage, and then wherever you need more concealment, you put concealer. Let's see what they say. Foundation was correct. I do that. Well, foundation first? Yeah. Yeah, foundation first. What does a primer do? Smooth skin, fills in large pores, keeps makeup from smudging and budging, all of the above. All of the above. Correct the moon, though. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm kidding. I believe in primers. Me too. I believe in primers. That's my stance. <sighs> Bitch, that was my moment. You know, I can't fucking help it. Is it ever okay to pop pimples? Technically, no, it's not okay. There's always a risk of infection or irritation. Yes, it's fine, as long as you wash your face when you're done. It's okay to do on occasion. Just wash your hands first. It's only okay if the pimple is cone-shaped and white at the top. A lot to unpack there. I'm just thinking of a full-ass cone-shaped pimple. (laughs) Like a little forehead cone. Oh my god. No, it's never technically okay to pop a pimple because you could get infected. Correct. Like, yet again, who listens to that? I've heard that allegedly, if you put, like, a triangle, like, around your nose, if you pop any in that area, it can go back to your brain and kill you. Where did I hear that? Dr. Oz, so don't believe me. Thank you. I was going to say, Dr. Oz is a what, ladies and gentlemen? Is it necessary to replace liquid eyeliners? Yes, every six months. Yes, every three months. You really only need to replace them once a year or so. You don't need to replace liquid eyeliner. So I know you definitely need to replace them. The question is every three or every six months. I think they're the same. I would say since you have to replace mascara every three months, the same logic would be applied to liners. So I'm going to say yes every three months. Correct. Wow. When do you need to go to the dermatologist? When you have a skin issue that won't clear up on its own, such as a rash or scaly patch, at least once a year so you can be screened for skin cancer. If you notice a mole has changed shape, size, or color, all of the above. I'd say all of the above. Correct. I feel like a lot of people overlook getting screened for skin cancer, but especially if you're an older person, you absolutely have to. Even when you're younger. Like, I had a weird mole on my side and I had it tested and it's not cancerous but it is abnormal so now I have to go every year to have it like checked yeah okay do you really need to wear sunscreen every day yes okay I'll put that yes for you period no that's the only answer after having to talk about that woman last week you always have to put on sunscreen even if it's snowy even if you're inside sunscreen sunscreen always thank you and good this says, in addition to helping prevent skin cancer, sunscreen is essential for keeping your skin looking young and wrinkle-free, even if there are clouds in the sky. Makeup can only be used as a substitute if it is formulated with SPF. You should aim for an SPF of 20 or higher. I would definitely say go higher if you can. Yeah. Well, part of it is that we are so pale that we're always like, it's not SPF 1000. Is it even sunscreen? <laughs> My body sunscreen is not 100 SPF. <laughs> I'm not taking any chances. 
Okay. What do dermal fillers do? Plump the skin, soften the look of scars, smooth wrinkles, all of the above. I mean, they fill in the skin. Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all of the above. Correct. But dermal means skin. Yes, but do filler means, means fill. <laughs> Thank you for um, breaking that down for me. What were the options again? Wrinkles, it fixes. Plump skin and soften the look of scars. Plump skin, soften the look of scars. I don't understand scar one science. But with the getting rid of wrinkles, it's kind of like putting dirt in a thank you. In a hole. You see what I mean? Filling it. And then with keeping plump skin, that's part of it. Make you look youthful. Would you ever get fillers anywhere? No, I'd be too afraid of getting fucked up. You'd never get lip fillers? No, I've seen like people get bad lip fillers and then they like move, you know, and then you look fucked up. No, thank you. I'll stick with my little last lips. Yeah, little last lips. That's okay. Thank you. <laughs> I was watching. This is off topic. I'm sorry. Okay. But it was Glamour does a series of like um, men, women, ages 7 to 75. And then they ask a question and then the people answer. Okay. So the question was, what celebrity do you look like? And this boy, he was like, I don't know, 14, 15, something like that. He was a kiddo. Um, he said he looked like Tom Holland because of his lips. And I looked at his mouth, okay, and he looks like he had a frog in his mouth, and I was like, that's Tom. Oh, my God. Also, he said he was, like, uh, his biggest insecurity was his height, and I was just thinking the whole time, like, well, Tom Holland's not that tall either. No, he's not, is he? I think he's, what, 5'7"? Five okay. Yeah, and that's my guess. Yeah. But there was another person that I was, I was shocked by how open, like, the younger boys were. They were just, like... Saying, for example, like boy artists like um, Conan Gray, and then there was one that, kid that said Lizzo, and I was like, okay, me, bitch. You're right, he's five eight. Thank you. Do you know what I'm imitating? No, I know, I know exactly what you're doing. Bitch. <laughs> okay. What's the best way to fix clumpy mascara? Use a Q-tip. You should take it off with makeup remover and try again. You should run a brow comb through your lashes. You should swipe it off with a tissue. I personally use a brow comb, which I've always said it was a spoolie, personally. Why are you looking at me shocked? Because you just changed my world. It blew your mind? Yeah. And sometimes if I'm feeling like it's really not happening, I'll use some tweezers to just, like, put them together. Thank you. Why did I never think of using a spoolie? Am I an idiot? Like this mini trend in Korea. I say mini trend because it didn't last very long. Mm-hmm. Where you would use like a metal mascara tool to like put on the mascara, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then you would like put little clumps of your lashes using a tweezer so you looked like had like doll lashes. Almost. Oh, interesting. That was a thing for a little while. That mm-hmm. was wild. So, what's your final answer? This woolly. Okay. Correct. <clears throat> like sometimes I'll even do it beforehand. Thanks. Interesting. To make sure everything's out of them, make sure they're all separated, everyone's in their spot. You're really just changing the game for me right now. I'm going to have to fucking try that. <laughs> Blowing your mind. Yeah. Okay. Should you use an eyelash curler before or after applying mascara? Before, after, it makes no difference. You should use it both before and after. You should only use it before because it could get stuck to, like, mascara lashes could get stuck to it. But... I do it both. See, sometimes. A lot of the times I use a primer now. Yeah. So I do it before, primer, 
again, and then mascara. Sometimes they're just not looking their best, so you're like, listen. I'll also use a spoolie to lift them if I feel like I need to. It's like... You're really just changing the game here. Do you use a separate spoolie for your eyebrows, or use the yes. same spoolie? Okay, I'm just making sure. Let me get another spoolie. Can you imagine? You would know if I used the same spoolie. I have black <laughs> eyebrows. I mean, that feels a little funny. <laughs> I would look like that video of uh, the people that put on the fake eyebrows and their chihuahua. Oh my god. Okay, how often should you wash your hair? Every day, every other day, once a week. It depends on your hair type. It depends on your hair type. Correct. Because, like, if you have, like, 4C hair and you're washing it every day, bye. Yeah, basically. What hair? Bye. <laughs> but if you have, like, straight hair really oily greasy hair yeah like wash it here's what wash it (laughs) here's what gets me you know onision i'll probably keep it because i fucking hate him he decided to make a whole video telling black women how to wash their hair excuse me he mansplained washing their hair soap etc White men at it again. And on top of that, he looked like a fucking greased rat. Like someone put a raft of Crisco and he's telling black women how to take care of their hair. He's a nasty pedophile. He's like, let me tell you how to do your hair. Like he fucking knows. Like I doubt he has even like touched black hair. Thank you. Has he even seen a black person? Okay, I was thinking that. That wasn't through an internet? (laughs) God. I hate that piece of shit. Have you seen? He started sending drama channels in. Uh, well, it wasn't him. It was Onision's manager at gmail.com. Me telling them to stop because he was suing them. The plot thickens because uh... there was one t- channel I watched that's like hot tea or whatever that got served. It's not really being served. It's not legal. But um, she was like, I haven't even made a video on him. He got the wrong channel. What an idiot! Which makes sense because he tried to serve Chris Hansen, and he served Chris Hansen, not the right one. Chris Hansen is that his name? That sounds right. Yeah, Chris Hansen. But it was the wrong one, and he even got all the way to court before he was like, "Hmm." What a fucking idiot! How to get your fucking case thrown out? Jesus I mean, that's what Christ. happens when all you do is spend your time with kids. Fuck! And that's the truth. Is it safe to use eyeliner on the inner rims of your eyelids? No, it can cause serious damage. Yes, if it's applied correctly. Only if a professional makeup artist applies it. Only if you do it infrequently. Yes, if it's applied correctly, I sure hope. Correct. Like, try not to poke your eyeball, but... So it says, cold water lining. This technique is safe if you have a steady hand. Go slowly and use a cold pencil with a waterproof formula. Never use liquid eyeliner. Or powder directly on your waterline. Well. Me. Oops. And I, oop. <laughs> Sometimes things happen. You know, liquid liner makes its way into your waterline. No idea how it got there. Me. And I definitely put powder in my waterline. I'm hoping I'm saying this correctly. To what part of the body does the décolleté refer? Did I say that right? Décolleté? Sure. If you say that's what it is, then we're going to go with it. collarbones. Okay, I'll give you the... It says the bust, 
the kneecaps and elbows, the neck, shoulders, back, and upper chest, or the butt? Neck, shoulders, and back? Or it's the bust. It's like kind of both. I mean, I, I do neck, shoulders, back, or whatever, because it's right. not quite titties, you know? It's not quite boobs, you know? Oh, I have the pronunciation here. It's pronounced decollete. Decollete? I'm not so sure about that. I'm not sure about that either, but... Okay, I want to minimize the look of my yellow teeth. What's the best lipstick shade for this? Nude, blue-based, pink or reds, deep reds like wine or burgundy, coral or red colors? I mean, if we're completely honest here, if you have yellow teeth, they're always going to have yellow teeth. <laughs> it's kind of like that illusion of, like, people are like, black is slimming, and it's like, I've never looked at myself in a black dress and been like, oh, I don't look, look like I'm the way I, I am. <laughs> so slim. It's not like I used to go from, like, Nita Zendaya in, like, a black dress. <laughs> it's not like I put on a little shimmy, a little, little black dress, and then suddenly mm, supermodel. God, the facts. So, nude, red. Yeah, there's nude, blue-based, pink or reds, deep reds like wine or burgundy, or coral or orange. Fuck. That's the last one. I don't think it's nude, so it's one of the reds. I'm going to say a wine or burgundy. Actually, a blue-based, pink or red. All right. That makes sense. What does purple shampoo do? Nourishes hair that's dry and damaged, gives hair a semi-permanent purple hue, revives dull, brassy color and blonde. It blinds. Blondes. Jesus Christ. They specifically formulate a shampoo for blind people? That's kind of inclusive. Jesus fuck. Fights dandruff. Um, it gets got rid of brassy tones in hair. Mm-hmm. Can you use regular facial moisturizer to hydrate your under eye area? Yes, eye creams are bogus. A facial moisturizer will do the exact same thing. Yes, but make sure it's a lightweight formula that's non-comedogenic. No, the under eye area is very delicate and requires a cream that's specifically formulated. You actually don't need eye cream at all. The natural oils in your skin keep that area hydrated. I got some shit to say to you. I mean, ideally, there should be enough to keep you hydrated. But unless you're a fucking idiot like me, um, you do need an eye cream for things like preventative measures, usually. So you think no, the under eye area is very delicate. Yeah. Cream. Correct. How do you prevent mascara from smudging and giving you panda eyes? Don't cry. Apply, <laughs> apply only one coat. Use a waterproof formula. Wiggle the wand at the base of your lashes before pulling it through. Avoid wearing mascara altogether. I guess wiggle your lashes. My tip is to not be a fucking idiot. What? That doesn't fucking matter. Because, like, if you're wearing mascara and it hasn't dried yet and you blink, it doesn't matter if it's waterproof or not. It's getting everywhere. What? That's like saying, you know what? If you put the mascara wand all over your arm, it's not going to come off if it's waterproof. Oh, my God. That makes no sense. What? Yeah, I know. Is it possible to shrink the size of your pores? Yes, there are creams that are specifically formulated to reduce pore size. Yes, but it requires a professional cosmetic procedure. No, pore size is genetic. It depends on your skin type. No, they're genetic. Correct. It's a scam. It's a fucking scam. It's a scam. If something says it can open and close your pores, it's lying. All you can do is fill your pores like craters on the moon. Me. You can't, like, change the size of the craters on the moon, you know? 
Okay, your skin is very oily. What's the best way to minimize shine? Use a matte formula foundation, keep blotting papers in your purse, wash your face regularly, or all of the above. I guess all of the above, but I don't know about washing your yes. face regularly, because it could just end up drying out your skin. Like I said earlier, that's like recommending if someone has oily hair, washing it a ton. It could not be the correct answer. True. Because it could be producing so much oil because it's dry. And that is the fucking tea. What does it mean to bake your face? Intentionally expose it to the sun without wearing sunscreen. Use a self-tanner on specific areas like the cheeks and nose. It's a makeup setting technique. It's a contouring technique using different foundation. Um, it's a makeup setting technique. That oh. it used to be popular on like Instagram and YouTube for a while, but to be quite honest, it only works on a very small percent of people that are like very oily, or else it'll just dry you out. Nuts. The tea. We're at twenty five. Should I stop? Um, let's ask like one more. Okay. I think we have time. Do you have to use a base coat when polishing your nails? Oh wait, I skipped one. How does dry shampoo work? It's formulated with special cleaning agents and dissolved dirt and oil in contact. It's formulated with alcohol and starch-based additives that soak up dirt, oil, and grease. It covers the hair shaft with a layer of soap. It cleanses the cuticle with the shampoo-based powder. A? It was B. It's formulated with alcohol and starch-based additives that soak up dirt, oil, and grease. Don't make the mistakes I have made and put on dry shampoo and then ask your dad, can you see it? (laughs) And then trust him when he says he cannot see it. Because that was a lie. I mean, when I look at you at dinner, I'm like, do you dry shampoo it? <laughs> that was pretty good. That's it's never good. your enemies that betray you. It's your father saying he can't see your dry shampoo. Okay, last one. Do you have to use a base coat when polishing your nails? Nope, this is a totally skippable step. Yes, applying polish directly to the nail can cause discoloration. Yes, but only if your nail bed is damaged or bumpy. It doesn't make much difference either way. Yes, you do, just in case it causes discoloring. It can also smooth out your nails so it's easier to apply, make it last longer, etc., etc. Okay, you want to do what I do? All right, well, thank you for listening. Um, I would like to make a shout out to people in the Philippines. <gasps> Hello. Yes, because we got an email. We were number 20 in the rankings of true crime podcasts in the Philippines, which is insane. Yeah, that's a lot. Hello to the Philippines. Hello. We appreciate you. Uh, if you feel like leaving us a cheeky review. Not just Filipinos. Anyone. Anyone. If you would like Filipino to leave us a review. review. I would love that. Thank you. Um, tell your fa- friends and family about us. Share about us on social media so we can grow this little community. <laughs> uh, email us at beautifulthedailypodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions. Anything to just say. Say hello. Scream in the sun. You know how yeah, it is. It's fine. Uh, follow us on Instagram at beautifulthedailypod. And that's it. Twitter, but I don't want to post that. You okay. never post on Twitter. Pod, if you're curious. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye.